Hey everybody, welcome to the first edition of the Stone Age Fuel Podcast with your host Chandler and Dale. We are here, we're super excited to bring you this podcast. We're going to be talking about all things fitness for life and all things that we think are cool pertaining to fitness. If you have questions, we're going to answer your questions. Pretty much anything we like to talk about that has to do with the gym, we're going to talk about. Right, Dale? Yeah, it's uh, it, we're really looking for some interaction, getting people involved, as well as talking about uh, our ideologies and kind of things that we think people would benefit from knowing. And that's uh, something that we really encourage here is just uh, a part of our service and the value of, of health in its entirety and something that we want to uh, kind of put on display. Exactly. And the goal is not to produce a podcast to tell people about how great we are. The goal in the podcast is to produce information that you can use to help yourself in your everyday life. If you have questions about products or things that you think might be a little shady or you have no idea, ask us those questions. We'll be happy to review stuff. We'll be happy to talk about different supplements and what we think. The goal in this podcast is to provide valuable information and make sure you guys are always moving in the right direction to ultimately get yourself fit for life. Because whether you're in the gym or you're not in the gym, we just want to build a global community of healthy people. Yeah, you can, there's, uh, it's real easy to say it's, it's much easier to do it when you're not alone. Uh, dude, when you've got uh, something that you can look forward to or something that you can kind of lean on where you can have your questions answered, uh, where you can seek knowledge or guidance and stuff like that. Um, and just to you know, perfectly put like Chandler, it's, it's not about us uh, talking about if we were great or if we thought we were great or anything like that. It's just about us trying to engage with you and help you out with whatever it is that you're looking to benefit from. Um, cause we all get into this gig in the, the health and wellness or the fitness community, uh, because we want to help people. So that's just what we're looking to do. Get involved. Exactly. And our ultimate goal is getting people fit for life. And what that means is we don't want people to come in the gym and get fit to be in the gym and to do like competitive exercise or anything like that. Our goal is to get people fit, whether they're members of ours or not members of ours outside the gym. We want people to be able to keep up with their kids, to be able to go hiking, swimming, running, healthy in their old age. We want to reduce the incidence of osteoporosis and other health injuries that come up, diabetes, type 2, all of these problems that we see that are associated with lifestyle and chronic disease because of poor lifestyles. And our goal is to help to change that in as many as people as possible. And so one of the best ways is to use an audio-based podcast to get the information out to people because you can listen to this while you're on your commute, while you're doing other things, while you're chasing the kids around town, or while you're doing whatever you want, you can listen to this and do other things, which is exciting. Yeah, it's really a nice convenience to have. Um, that way, like when it, the, the best situation I could think about is just on your morning commute in the morning. Uh, I definitely like to listen to podcasts when I'm, you know, I've got something I'm interested in learning that, you know, something was recently published or you know, just learning something about business, whatever it is that I, something I would like to be engaged in. The easiest way to do it is just during my morning commute, uh, throw on the old podcast, plug it into the stereo and go. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about just one thing to get started. And that's the idea that there never is anything that's actually wrong. And what, we find in modern health and fitness and the way the supplement industry works and a lot of people in the supposed health industry is everything's about gimmicky products and everything's about gimmicky sales and everything's about tricking you to get you to buy something that's probably not going to help you and you're going to get on this roller coaster of success and failure. You're going to succeed. It's not going to work anymore. You're going to fail. And it's really because there these other these companies and these gimmicky products and all this information doesn't it, the goal isn't necessarily to 
give you the most value for your health. The goal is to take your money. And for us, the goal is to make sure everybody has an overall happy, healthy life. So when we think about whole health, what we want to think about is, is this going to benefit me one, two, three, four, five years from now? This is a long-term game. And if I'm playing the long-term game in health, I need to make sure that whatever I pick up now isn't just a short-term solution. So I don't want to do like a, a six-week program because I know at the end of six weeks, I'm going to quit because I see an end to that. And I know I can only need to survive six weeks. Yeah, I think the best comparison to that is when the, the terrible invest, investments that cars can be, you can buy, uh, it doesn't matter what car you're buying, it's designed that once the warranty is up, all the little pieces are, are going to start falling apart on you and are no longer covered in your warranty, and they're going to charge you through the nose for those things, right? So the, it's a, a great comparison in the interest of health when it comes to supplements and all these other things. But the big thing right now is these six-week programs. And it's really easy to, to think in the, the mindset, of course, of like surviving six weeks, right? Like I can do six weeks, so on and so forth. But the issue is, is it's not the, the long-term sustainable health goal that we're looking for where it's not only am I, I coming in and I'm, I, you know, you can get a potential benefit from these six-week programs, but I want something that's going to help me consistently get better or at least maintain a sort of general health that keeps me happy where I'm at. Uh, rather than repeatedly, you know, this endless cycle of ups and downs and ups and downs where it's like, hey, buy this thing, it works. And then just like the, I said with the cars and the warranties, as soon as uh, a certain time period has gone up, it's no longer working for you anymore. And we want that long-term sustainable ideology. Exactly. And what we're, not, what we're saying, and we're not saying that six-week programs are bad or programs mm -hmm. with the deadline are bad, but what we're saying is the second you decide to sign up for that challenge or that six-week program and the second you think you're going to change your life, you should already be looking for your accountability partner after that program. And that's your, that's your long-term sustainable solution and idea. So I have this six-week thing I'm going to set up, and I already have my long-term solution afterward, and I'm mm -hmm. going to not only commit myself to it, but I'm going to find someone else to hold me accountable as well. Yeah, and a cool, a cool part of thinking long-term when it comes to your goals and your health is the idea that, you know, you can come in and your first goal can be to have another goal, right? Once you hit something that works for you and something like that, you can always build, you can always get better. Um, and it's never just, oh, well, after, it, again, a certain period of time, uh, you know, I no longer need to do anything like that. Um, but having like a, the, the idea of commitment, um, and really becoming a part of something where it becomes a part of your lifestyle rather than something that's fleeting. Yeah, exactly. And that was a good point right there. It's not just I'm doing this because I want to get healthy right now. It's doing this because I want to change my lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And that's the mindset you have to be in. And mindset's a huge piece of this because if you're not in the mindset of I'm going to change my life and I'm going to continue changing my life, then you're not going to be in the proper mindset to get results and continue moving forward for a long period of time. And that's why we see people who start fitness programs generally quit after three months or they gain all the weight back that they lost because they weren't in that right mindset. They didn't have that accountability partner. And like Dale said, they didn't have goals established and goals set up to help them along the way. So you need to take your goals and take your two-year goal. Where do I want to be two years from now? Then go down to your one-year goal, then nine months, six months, three months, all the way till right now. Once you have all that established, you work backwards and create the timeline on how you're going to get there. Like, okay, my first goal is to join a six-week thing. Okay, I'm at six weeks. My second goal is to continue moving forward at this. Okay, now I'm going to this uh, second gym or I'm doing another thing. Now my third goal is this. Until you get to that two-year mark and then you look back and you say, wow, I really took that whole thing. I mapped it out. I had a good strategy. I stuck with it. I found my accountability partners. 
and I completed this whole thing. This really is a lifestyle for me right now. And the, the big thing I want to hit off of what Chandler's talking about is the accountability partner or the investment you can have in a community and how much better it is, again, not to have to do these things alone, not to have to do it by yourself, not to have to find all the answers by yourself and to kind of try and piece everything together. If you're working with people or if you're around people who are like-minded, who are going to uh, help keep you committed, uh, as well as who are going to help answer your questions or somebody that you can generally seek guidance from or bounce ideas off of, somebody that you can just communicate with, community, communicate, right? You're going to have a much easier time. You're going to find that you enjoy the journey uh, much more than it is kind of like what we or what a lot of athletes like call the grind, right? It's no longer a grind. It's something you can look forward to uh, and becomes an, an enjoyment rather than uh, something that you kind of like have to do. Yeah, exactly. That's a really good point. If you turn this into something you're forced to do, you're not going to do it for very long. And mm -hmm. we talk about people leveraging their strengths a lot. And when you leverage your strengths, you're going to be happy to do it because you're good at it. And it's something you like to do and enjoy to do. When you try to leverage something you're, you don't like or you're not good at, you're going to become bitter towards it and you're not going to want to do it. And then you have to force yourself to do it. So you really need to find something that makes you happy and that you enjoy doing. And like Dale was saying, you want to build that community into it. So if you can build a culture of common experience with other people who are there waiting for you, holding you accountable, asking you if you're going to show up, they're always there for you, you're going to be much more likely to commit to this thing. Because the way people work, they don't want to do things alone because doing things alone is often scary. And it's a huge jump. You have to be super independent to do things by yourself. But if you have one partner and one turns into two, two turns into three, now you have a small group of people who are always going to hold each other accountable. And whether that's going to a gym to f find those people that has a community, or that's going on like Facebook and finding a bunch of friends and connecting with people, or just pulling your current friends out and getting them all to hold themselves accountable. The key is find people who you can work well with and who are going to help you propel yourself forward in your fitness. Yeah, it's just, it, and think about how much better it would be if you were to get people around you that you wanted them to be better too, right? The, how much better it could be if, like, let's say you wanted your your mom and your dad to to come into a, to start a program with you because you'd like them to be healthy, uh, or like you've got a couple of friends that you want to go hiking with regularly and you'd like to be able to go explore and like set up trips to go do with them. But right now, you guys are kind of like you're afraid, or maybe they're afraid that they're not ready physically to do these things. You can set that all up together. We're like, hey, we're gonna set a group goal. This is what we're gonna do, and this is the end game, so that we can go do this thing. And then you can regularly start to set those things up. Uh, a great example of that, the first client I ever worked with when I was a coach, his big thing is he's like, well, my friends, they always go on these big hiking trips and I'm always too embarrassed to go when they give me a call because I don't think that I can keep up. Well, just think if you got started and you got committed into a program with those people, you would never have to feel that way. You could be a part of the program. You could be a part uh, of the, the community that you created and you just have more available to your life experience when you're a healthier person and you have that community around you. Yeah, exactly. Dale had a good point just now too. One of the biggest things and the biggest reasons people don't actually do anything is because they're afraid. Mm -hmm. They're afraid of what people might say. They're afraid of what people might think. They're afraid of what if what if they fail? What if they don't make it? What if it, they don't actually do what they need to do or accomplish what they need to do? And what you need to realize is when you start something like this and when you start anything, you're going to fail two or three times before you figure it out. And really the only person you need to be pushing for is you. You don't need to be worrying about what other people think or say. If people are judgmental, we don't need to associate with those people anymore. These other Nobody matters but you. The most important person is you and your happiness and your health. And the fact that 
you're the person who can get yourself moving. You are the person who can get yourself started and you are the only person who's a catalyst to your change. So if you want to make that change and you're afraid, just understand that sometimes you got to peel back that fear and just make it happen. And if that fear can be alleviated by a supportive partner. Yeah. Um, it's much more, uh, it's, it just simply comes down to being a much more enjoyable experience. Um, there's no forcing yourself to do anything uh, when it's when you have somebody with you or you have a community around you. Um, you get to look forward to meeting up with that person, maybe taking a break from other things, uh, and just kind of being around like-minded individuals. And you get to what's nice about this again is you get to like kind of choose your community in this interest um, of like, hey, I'm going to get together uh, a couple of people that I really enjoy spending my time with. I'm going to set aside time to spend with them while we're working on this goal together. And that helps you eliminate that fear, right? You're not doing it alone. It's not something that's unknown at that point. We've all got something established through a goal and we're working together to create a result versus, well, I'm just doing this and eventually something will happen. Because the, the greatest fear that we have is the unknown. And when you have, uh, you know, people around you to sort of set like a, a, an established baseline of like, this is what we're trying to do. Uh, you no longer have to be afraid of anything. Yeah, exactly. And then once you get over that fear, the biggest hurdle is just to start. Mm -hmm. So you got, you just got to say, I'm going to do this. I'm committed to doing it. I've created my goals. The fear has gone. I found a friend to help me get past the fear. And now I'm ready to do it. And at this point, the most difficult thing for people to do is actually do it. And if you're going to start with something, the next most important things after what we talked about before are the fact that you have to actually execute on what you're doing. And then you have to be consistent with that execution. And at the same time, once you actually get both of those things together, you need to make sure that you don't bite off more than you can chew. Because a lot of times people will start a fitness program seven days a week, and then within a month they'll hate it and they'll never want anything to do with it again. Or they get hurt. Yeah, exactly. Nobody wants to get hurt. Yeah, so just take it slow. Work it, work with what you can and feel it out. Um, it, doesn't, it doesn't need to be some 300 Spartan, $600 on supplements, full-blown, head down, Try different things, take it slow, and work into find what you like. Experiment, like like uh, Chandler was talking about at the beginning. There's this this ideology that uh, or this thing that we all think where uh, there's only one right thing. There's not one right thing. Try different things, find what works for you. Work into it slow. Take your time and have fun with it. Yeah, exactly. And more often than not, people get into these unrealistic expectations mm -hmm. due to what they see on like TV and Instagram and all the different things where the fitness models are, but Get, once you get past that and you're executing, you're consistent, don't worry about those expectations because those ex expectations are not you. Those expectations aren't expectations of real people. They're expectations that has been created as a construct to play off of people's fears. And what we want to do are people's inability to think that they're okay because of what they see on there. And get away from that and get into like, okay, it's okay to start off slow. It's okay to not have to buy all the crazy supplements. It's okay that I don't have six-pack abs right now and I don't, I'm not a bikini model or whatever. It's okay just being me, and it's okay that I'm starting a program, and it's okay that I'm comfortable starting a program being myself, and I want to be myself as I do it. So as you do that, think, like, I only need to do this, like, three times a week at the start, and once I can be consistent with that for, like, six weeks, make a goal to maybe then go four times a week. And like Dale's saying, don't spread yourself so thin that you get to a point to where you're always injured, because if you get injured because you get too far into it, then you're never going to get anywhere with your fitness, and then you get in the perpetual cycle of, Injury and non-injury and injury and non-injury. And if you're not trying to be a professional athlete, you don't need to get in that cycle. Yeah, and the, the greatest way to think about it is instead of having uh, like a, I'm going seven days a week, two hours a day, 
It's just, I'm going to wake up every day with the idea that I'm going to be better than I was the day before. Uh, and sometimes that means like, hey, I'm going to take a day off from the gym, or I'm going to go try something new, or I'm going to go out and hike. Uh, whatever it is, it just to think about being better today than you were the day before. Yeah, exactly. That's a, a really good point. When you wake up, your only goal is to be to be better than you were the day before. And at the same time, if you continuously focus on this and maybe like you miss a day and a lot of people think they miss a day and the whole world's over or they eat the wrong thing. They have a strict diet and they fall off the diet. Just remember, like we said earlier, you're going to fail two or three mm -hmm. times. And in your, if you have a two-year fitness journey, you're going to fail a hundred times. You're going to be out with friends and they're going to be like, hey, eat this pizza, drink this beer. You're probably going to do it. And then you're going to wake up the next day and you're going to say to yourself, I'm okay. I'm going to be good today. I had a little fun last night and that's okay because I'm human. And part of being human is turning is being normal and turning these commitments that you make into things that are sustainable long term. And if anybody else puts some sort of unrealistic expectation on you, then those aren't the people that you want to keep around you as well. You'll find that if you the the type of people that are 100% strict clean eaters, 365 days a year, 24/7, all this stuff, it becomes compulsive. Just be a human being. God wouldn't have invented donuts if they weren't meant to taste good and you weren't supposed to eat them. It's donuts all about moderation and just if you wait till the end of the week to have one, it's so much better. Anyways, yeah. uh, just think about being a regular human being and being the best human being that you can be, not some robot model on Instagram who only takes pictures of their butt so that they can get affiliate money from sales. Yeah, exactly. And if you look at the way we operate, we have a gym. We invite all of our entire gym and everybody's always welcome to come to us for two really cool days that we have every week. And that's Taco Tuesday and Pizza Friday. Mm -hmm. Nobody gets judged for eating tacos and pizza. That's two meals out of a week. How many meals do you get in a whole week? Dale gets 175,000. But a normal <laughs> human gets like less than 20 a week or whatever, depending on how many times a day they eat. And so those two meals over the course of a week aren't going to just disrupt your entire philosophy. And most of the people who follow us in the gym will celebrate Pizza Friday. And if you just do one day, that's one really fun day. But don't kill yourself because you had a little fun. Don't kill yourself because you enjoyed yourself. Don't kill yourself because you did something that made you happy and it allowed you to continue moving your fitness forward because it gave you that little bit of an outlet. And sometimes it gets hard. It's, it is a little bit of a grind sometimes trying to keep yourself fit when you've got a family and you're stressed out at work and you've got problems going on. But remember, you're human. Like Dale was saying, it's okay to be human. And it's okay to do things that normal people do. You don't have to be perfect all the time because no one's perfect and no one wants to be perfect. Yeah, perfect is boring. Yeah. All right, Dale, this has been a fun first episode. We did it in two parts because we had the malfunction, but we got it done. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it was really good. I I'm glad I had the opportunity to speak with you today on the podcast uh, and I had a good time. Yeah, love it. We're going to try to do this once a week, Stone Age Fuel Podcast. If you guys have questions, Email them to us, info at stoneagefuel.com, and we'll answer any questions you have. If you guys answer a bunch of questions, we'll make a whole podcast of questions. And the whole goal is to educate and help. And so each week, we're going to have a different topic we dive into. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a good one. See ya.